The music is officially back on the Burgers and Brats podcast, but don't let the happy, upbeat music fool you. It is a somber, saddening day in the sports world. Yes, the Golden State Warriors have won, officially won, the NBA championship, defeating the Boston Celtics in six games. I know, we're all sad. Uh, I did pick uh, Boston to win in seven. It did not get that far in. Just that championship DNA from the Golden State Warriors uh, ended up just being the deciding factor in this series. But before we dive into the NBA Finals, uh, we're also going to talk some College World Series predictions. Yeah, my picks for the eight teams left in the College World Series and going over some other sports news around the league like the NHL and U.S. Open. But first, make sure you follow on any platform at burgers and brats that's burgers ampersand brats on apple podcast spotify tune in pandora and anywhere else you get your podcast and follow on twitter instagram and youtube at burgers and brats so the golden state warriors have officially been crowned the 2022 nba champions yeah it hurts to say guys it, it really does <laughs> uh, i don't think america was rooting for the warriors i mean they were the favorite to win this series. Uh, I did think they were going to win. I just did not want to pick them. But uh, just you you knew that experience, the just the playmaking, the shooting of the Golden State Warriors was going to extremely uplift and help them against this young uh, Boston Celtics team who just, I mean, they got their wins. They got to the finals, uh, but just could not compete with the Warriors. And some of their... Some of their uh, standout players for the Boston Celtics, uh, like Jason Tatum, uh, Marcus Smart, just did not show up. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, especially with all the uh, acting like Kobe Bryant and everything, did not show up in these NBA Finals. I mean, he shot 37% from the field, 37%, and then Derek White shooting 34%. Uh, one player who did step up and had a great great series in my opinion for the Boston Celtics was Al Horford Al Hor- Horford um, 57% uh, from the field 57 from 58 uh, from three-point uh, so just great great series he had that uh, phenomenal game one in Golden State that gave them the win in the fourth and then uh, Jalen Brown just a great performance he stepped up 40% from the field and uh, 30% from uh, three-point. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, I mean, kind of, we kind, we all kind of expected the Warriors were gonna win. We didn't want to say it, uh, but Golden State, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole, who started just getting caught in this first round against the Denver Nuggets, stepped up as well. Uh, Otto Porter Jr., Kevin Looney, Gary Payton, even, um, all these guys were hitting just great shots. Uh, the Splash Brothers and kind of that uh, first and second team, the worst player from that first and second team was Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. So two two guys who have been on the scene for a long time and you expect to show up in these big games. Draymond went 28% from the field. 28% from the field and like 0.1% from three-point uh, this series. Um, 
He only averaged five points per series. Uh, Clay Thompson did average 18, but only made six out of his 16 shots. 38% from the field and 36% from three. Steph Curry, pretty uh, average series. Uh, did not make a three-pointer in Game Five. I believe that was the first time he did not or did not make a three-pointer since in 130 some odd days. Uh, he shot 46% from the field. Uh, with uh, 41% from three. But a big key to the Golden State success from this series was Andrew Wiggins, guys. 38 minutes, uh, 40, 46% from the field, only 25% from three, uh, but he did have, uh, he, he, did, he showed up. He showed up in this series averaging 18 points a game. Steph Curry averaged 30 points, uh, but Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Gary Payton got his points, his average points. And then Kevin Looney, 70% uh, from the field. So he doesn't take many shots, but he makes them when he does. Um, just, we, Golden State Warriors are back. Don't think many of us picked them to win in uh, before the season started, but the Golden State Warriors, let's hope this is the last time they win uh, the NBA Finals. Just the the Celtics, just a complete meltdown. Uh, had many lead, had leads throughout this series. I believe they could have won in five and probably should have won in six. Uh, they got off to a hot start in Game Six, up by twelve or fifteen. They gave up a twenty-one to nothing run, which was the biggest since nineteen fifty in a finals game. Uh, the Celtics three hundred and thirty over three hundred and thirty turnovers in the playoffs this year. 330 turnovers in the playoffs. Uh, and they had a 16.3% turnover ratio. Jason Tatum, 95 turnovers himself. Celtics had 330. Jason Tatum had 95 himself. Jason Tatum did not show up uh, in these playoffs. And because of that, the Celtics lost this series. If he shows up just a little bit better, just a little bit better, makes just a few more shots doesn't turn the ball over um the, the Celtics seems win, winning the championship in five or six games but uh, Jason Tatum did not show up Jalen Brown showed up averaging 24 points per game six rebounds a uh, great series from him he said he he played the best uh in game six against Gold State but Celtics could not get it done it I this Celtics team they're young uh, these are they've got some great players: Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Grant Williams, uh, Payne Pritchard, uh, Al Horford. Though uh, he's he played phenomenal, but he is getting older. He only averaged uh, eleven points uh, this series too, even though going off on uh, game one. So you had, you only had two players for the Brown or for the Celtics uh, averaging over 20 points a game. That was Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And then only three others in double figures. One of them over 15 uh, with Marcus Smart at 16. And then Derek White and Al Horford only at 11 points. So you're not going to win when you're not getting help from your bench. Everyone else just non, just did not show up. Uh, awful efficiency. Uh, Golden State though, you've got uh, all these players, uh, you also don't have that many players in double figures, but these are the role guys, and they're getting their points, and they're shooting at a high efficiency, 
when they are taking their shots and they're, the star players are averaging more points anyways uh, than these other star players for Boston. So uh, Draymond Green did not show up in this series. Uh, he, his mouth did all the talking. Uh, his mouth showed up, but not his uh, play on the field, on the court. But uh, Celtics, uh, I, I do not believe that the Celtics will be back in the NBA playoffs, or in the NBA finals. I think this is the last time that uh, the Celtics will make the finals, at least with this team. Uh, it, it, it was... This team is young, yeah. Uh, of course, they can get it back, but you just watch these other teams without these other dominant players and all-time, all-time great players, and they do not. They, it's hard for them to even get back, and I do not think this team has what it takes to make it back. You, you saw blown leads, blown games throughout the whole playoffs for them. Uh, dramatic comebacks just for them to stay alive. Um, the series averages were actually pretty even uh, for points. Golden State only averaged four more points per uh, game at 104 compared to 100 for the Celtics. Celtics actually averaged two more rebounds uh, at 43 compared to 41 for the Golden State Warriors in assists. They did average 25 assists for the Celtics, only 23 for the Warriors, but um, it's not going to happen when your uh, role players do not step up and the Warriors are going, of course, win the title. Jason Tatum averaged 21 points per game in these playoffs, or in these finals. 21 points per game. Uh, seven rebounds, seven assists. So, that, that's your star player. That's who carried you to the playoffs, as long with, along with Jalen Brown. But Jason Tatum was your main contributor, and he did not show up in the bright lights of the NBA Finals. And I do not believe this team can make it back. Uh, for the Warriors, this team can, they've done before, they did it again, and they can do it again. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has set himself up for a big payday, Jordan Poole for a big payday. He's probably going to be the leader of this Warriors team once Steph Curry uh, starts declining, which, shoot, who knows when that is, because he's still playing great, averaged 30 points for uh, this series. Uh, but the Warriors, uh, they're all, all their players, they're... Their main contributors got did what needed to be done. There was no game six clay tonight or last night, but uh, they still got the dub, uh, having a huge, huge lead against the Celtics for a majority of the game. Uh, let me know your guys' thoughts on the NBA Finals and what you guys thought of it on the Twitter. Did like I did live tweet and uh, about the game and gave my reactions and thoughts about it. But I want to know what you guys think about it. Uh, so let me know on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers and Brats. Uh, 2022 NBA champions are the Golden State Warriors. So uh, enough with basketball. Enough with, enough with the sadness. Let's talk some College World Series and some baseball. Now let's talk some College World Series. Yeah, the College World Series is here. Fun time uh, for sports. You got Major League Baseball in the College World Series. Softball just ended. Um, the College World Series, it's been fun to watch. I'm not, huge, not a huge proponent or fan of college baseball, but I do love watching the College World Series when it comes on, especially this year when uh, you've got your, uh, your personal rooting interest in the College World Series. So eight teams made it to the final spot in Omaha, Nebraska. 
Only three of them have recently, or only three of them have won a title in their history. That is Texas, Stanford, and Oklahoma. But not one of these teams has won it in the last 15 years. Uh, the first round begins Friday and Saturday. So those are the first two days of the games. Two, two games each. And the eight teams included in this, uh, OU, Texas, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, Stanford, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Auburn. Uh, so soon to be, so there are four SEC teams, but obviously there two of these are going to be joining. So six SEC teams in the College World Series. That's pretty impressive. So baseball conference of the world, the SEC. Uh, it's been it's been a pretty fun. Uh, it's been a really fun uh, College World Series to watch with a rooting interest in it. Uh, I've been keeping up with some of the games this year, and man, they are just back and forth. One team will win fifteen to nothing, and they lose two to one. It it's just so much back and forth and falling, and it, the games are incredible. Just how different they can be from day to day. Um, just the pitching and the hitting is it. It can be unreliable at times in college, and we've seen that, especially in the College World Series, and especially with the number one team in baseball losing, getting out, and not making it to the College World Series. That was Tennessee. Um, they lost a uh, last series um, to Notre Dame, actually. So that. That was a pretty big feat for Notre Dame, beating the number one team in baseball. The number one seed has actually not um, won the College World Series since 1999. Yeah, so the number one seed in baseball. If you're a number one seed in baseball going into the College World Series or to the tournament, uh, history is not favorable to you. You do not want to be the number one seed because you have not won a title since 1999, and that last team was Miami. Miami Hurricanes, to be specific. Uh, they have actually not even made the College World Series the final eight spots. The number one seed has not made that in the last three years. So Tennessee was keeping up with history. And I think it's safe to make a bet on that next year, whoever the number one seed is, to not bet them on making the College World Series and to most definitely not make a wager on them winning the title. But moving into these uh, last eight teams, these are going to be some great games. Uh, there's two different brackets. Uh, the first bracket uh, features uh, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma. Number five seed Texas A&M versus Oklahoma. So OU has been super hot since the Big 12 tournament. They were picked to finish sixth in the conference this year, but uh, have obviously done much better than that. Um, did away with the haters and have put it together a very successful season. OU has 142 stolen bases uh, this season. That is fourth most in the uh, NCAAs. So, stolen bases. Getting, getting that man on and stealing second. Getting that running and scoring. Get, getting that runner in scoring position has helped them immensely in getting, it, getting this far because they are scoring a lot of runs. Not just getting those dudes. Texas A&M. Uh, they're here because they have eight D1 transfers from this year. So they've, they've incredibly, because now they are in Omaha for the World Series. And A&M, they are hot right now. 24-6 and six since April 9th. Yeah, Texas A&M is 24-6 and six since April 9th. So this team is winning a lot of baseball. They are the number five seed 
uh, number five team overall in NCAA's, and OU is going to have their hands full. But Texas A&M is also going to have their hands full because OU won their regional in Gainesville, facing Florida. They beat them twice to advance, and then also winning against uh, Mississippi State or Virginia Tech. Uh, in the Super Regionals, which was Virginia Tech's first year to make it even that far, and they had it built a very, very good team. So it's going to be a fun series to watch. Uh, I am leaning towards taking Texas A&M in this one just because they are the 5C, but will not be surprised if OU ends up winning this series because this OU team, they are hot, and all you have to do is be hot at the right moment. So I'm taking Texas A&M over the Oklahoma Sooners in this first matchup. And then uh, in the bracket one as well, we got number nine, Texas versus Notre Dame. Uh, Texas and Notre Dame, they're two different stories because one team has been here uh, just about every single year, and the other is, is just one of their last few times and one of the last few times in the last few decades. So Texas has played in 152 College World Series games, while Notre Dame has only played in nine in their history. So one team has a lot of experience. One team is just a freshman in coming into the Omaha series. Texas, only 35 errors in 67 games. So this team can get it done on defense, and they're going to make you pay. Uh, only 35 errors in 67 games is incredible feat. And if you're not making errors, you're getting outs, you're moving on to the next innings, and you're getting your batters up. Notre Dame is 85-30 and 30 since 2020. So, uh, in the last two years, they've won 85 games, only lost 30. So, this team has been on a roll for the last two years and uh, finally make, or showing, uh, putting up for it in making it to the final eight spots. Uh, they also own the best ERA at 3.95. So, some good feats for Notre Dame. And also, this is a great motivation booster. Notre Dame is the team that beat Tennessee, like I mentioned earlier. So if you take the uh, big dog, you, you beat the um, David, you, you're David versus Goliath. If you beat Goliath, uh, that is going to be do huge things for your momentum and your mentality heading into this series. For Texas, Yvonne uh, Melendez leads the NCAA in 30 home runs for the season. That is a lot of home runs, so uh, Notre Dame is going to have to be careful pitching to Yvonne, so it, it, the 30 home runs is a really, really incredible feat for uh, college baseball. This series is going to be pretty fun to watch. You got the experienced Texas uh, Shorthorns versus Notre Dame fighting Irish. And if, if Texas can keep it up on the defensive side, which I think they can because it, it's not going to start falling apart in the last final eight, uh, eight. When you're one of the final eight teams, you made it this far for a reason. I think Texas goes on and beats Notre Dame in this series in bracket two we've got the uh, we got the stanford number two overall seed the highest seed remaining versus arkansas uh, stanford is the hottest team right now in baseball like i said a&m's record was good but stanford's record is just different 22 and 2 since may 1st so the stanford team is extremely hot uh arkansas they I've looked at some of their history from the last few years. They've been in the College World Series. Talk about unlucky. Uh, Arkansas just can't get it done. They, they get to the doorstep, and they just can't open the door 
and they can't op they can open the door, but they can't close it and finally bring home that title. Sadly, they get a bad draw this year in facing Stanford, the number two overall seed, the highest remaining seed left. I think Stanford is just way too hot right now. They they're too too good on all sides. I uh, guess anything can happen in the College World Series, like we've seen uh, in this tournament. Uh, upsets every single day and it just takes one hot hitter one bad inning one bad pitcher uh, just a few errors and anything can go your way or you just turn the tide on your team but I think Stanford is going to get the better end of this deal and continue the hot streak then finally in uh, bracket 2 uh, we got number 14 Auburn versus Ole Miss uh, these uh, Ole Miss 5-0 in the tournament. Yeah. Ole Miss, uh, unranked team, is 5-0 in the tournament. Outscoring opponents, 46-11. to They won their last Super Regional game, 15-0. to And the Rebels have given up 7 hits in their last 2 games. Man, that is... I said Stanford was hot. Ole Miss is smoking. They are on fire. They are the sun right now. 5-0 in the tournament. Uh, outscoring by 30 runs in this tournament. Uh, it, you don't get much harder than that. And Auburn, a team who's actually 14th overall, they were picked set to finish 7th in the SEC this year, but they've made it this far to the final 8 spots. I just think Ole Miss, man, you don't you do not do this for uh, you don't do this for no reason. This isn't an anomaly. I, this team is extremely well they're extremely well coached. They're extremely talented, and they know how to win and put up the runs. If you're putting up the runs like this, you're not getting stopped. Even if you give up a few, you're still not getting stopped. So I'm going Ole Miss in this one. Uh, for the times and days for the College World Series, uh, number five or Texas A&M versus Oklahoma, Friday, June 17th. Today, 2 p.m. on ESPN, and then Texas versus Notre Dame, 7 p.m. On ESPN, and then Saturday, June eighteenth, we've got Stanford versus Arkansas at two p.m. on ESPN, and Auburn Auburn versus Ole Miss at seven p.m. on ESPN two. So Sunday and Monday is when it will go. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday will be determining who actually gets to the final of the College World Series. And it's it's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, for my bracket, one winner, I've got Texas A&M defeating Texas right now. So these two old arch rivals are going at each other in the College World Series, and I think A&M gets the better of the deal. Like I mentioned, they're just hot right now. Texas though, play play with no errors and get it done on defense can make it super close. But A&M, uh, really really good pitcher uh, for them. I think A&M gets it done versus Texas against their rivals. Bracket two winner. Oh, this is going to be a fun one to watch. I think this one can go uh, either way, and I think an unranked Ole Miss can win and get to the final, but I think Stanford right now, just uh, they're much more equipped and a better team. Ole Miss, though, they are extremely, extremely hot, but I think Stanford defeats Ole Miss to make it to the final. And then uh, starting on Saturday, uh, we have College World Series beginning at 7 p.m., so Saturday, Sunday, and maybe a Monday. Uh, we will have the College World Series final starting on that next Saturday. And I think Stanford gets it done. The nerds, the trees out at Stanford defeat Texas A&M 
for the College World Series baseball title. That is, uh, it's. I th I'm gonna watch this, and I think it's gonna be extremely fun. I think you guys need to check in, tune into ESPN this week, and just watch some baseball, college baseball. It, it's fun because you never know what you're gonna get with the pitching, the hitting. Uh, it, it can vary every inning, every every day. Um, it's just a whole new ball game, and you never know what's gonna happen. But those are my predictions for the College World Series. Now let's move into on this day in history. In 1902, the Wizard of Oz musical first opens in Chicago. See, 1902, we had the first Wizard of Oz musical. Uh, wasn't made into a movie till later, about 30 years later. Uh, 1909, Jim Thorpe, the GO athlete, my GOAT athlete, Jim Thorpe, uh, the greatest athlete of all time. He could literally do it all. Uh, makes his pro baseball debut for Rocky Mount in a 4-2 win, and it ended up costing him his gold medal, uh, gold medal, uh, medals. So uh, from the Olympics, uh, because he pitched and played in pro baseball. Man, this dude could really do it all: run, football, baseball, literally anything. In the 1960 Psycho. I think we've all seen this movie, uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, opens in theaters in New York City. Great movie. Go check that out. Please tell me you've watched it. Change movie forevers. Change movies forever. And then 1978, Grease opens. Uh, John Travolta. We've all seen this one as well. Great, great movie. Uh, so, a lot, of, a lot of great movies and musicals that just happened on this day in history. And then we got some birthday shout-outs to give out. Happy birthday to Geronimo, Kendrick Lamar, and Tommy Burns. So great on this day segment. That, some really, really good movies and shows and, music, and musicals. Uh, everyone, make sure you follow on every single platform uh, that you can find a podcast or social media at Burgers and Brots, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere. Anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers and Brots and Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Now let's move on to some of the other sports news going around the sports world right now. Uh, the Avalanche take Game 1 versus the Tampa Bay Lightning in the NHL uh, Finals that happened uh, two nights ago. A very entertaining game. Went to overtime. Yeah, overtime. I don't think many of us saw that uh, coming. I, I just want to say I picked Tampa Bay versus the Avalanche to end the finals before the conference semifinals start. This was my prediction. Not a huge hockey person, but I do like watching the NHL playoffs, and I did predict this right. Just saying, guys. Um, Tampa Bay did come back from a 2-0 or an 0-2 deficit in their conference semifinals while the Avalanche just swept uh, their opponent because the Avalanche are really, really, really good this year. So the Avalanche have won six straight in the playoffs so far and they have had 22 goals in the series openers this season so yeah this avalanche team avalanche team is extremely extremely uh great in the game one in each of the last three series they've had and uh that's why they got game one uh under their belt even though it did go in overtime but they're just that good of a game one team tampa bay on the other hand, not a great uh, series one or series game one uh, team because they are one and three this postseason in season in series openers. Uh, yeah, just one and three, so pretty abysmal right there. 
you, you looking at these numbers, you probably didn't expect Tampa Tampa Bay to win Game One, but um, it, it's going to be a really fun series. Uh, I believe that I mean the first game went to overtime, uh, uh, pretty evenly matched. You can't get more evenly matched than that. And I think the next few games in this series, I think the Avalanche end up winning this series. Uh, maybe in, uh, maybe in five. Uh, the Tampa Bay could get six games. You don't get to the finals for no reason. But I think uh, five or six is six is kind of pushing it. But I think five for the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, some other sports news: the Astros throw not one, but two. Immaculate innings, which an immaculate inning is nine pitches and three strikeouts. So it doesn't have to be just strikes, but can also be uh, foul balls, foul tips. So two, uh, the Astros played the Texas Rangers the other night and threw two immaculate innings, uh, something that has only been done uh, just under or just over 100 times in the history of the MLB. And guys, the MLB dates back to the 1860s and the Civil War era. So this has only happened a hundred times. And it happened twice in one game, which is a pretty remarkable feat. Not only that, it was against the exact same three hitters for the Texas Rangers. So two different pitchers through this, but this was the exact against the three same uh, hitters, batters that uh, got immaculated in the first inning or in the second inning when it happened and then it happens again in the seventh so a uh, pretty remarkable feat there and just some crazy crazy history uh, that happened uh, the other night with the Astros and the Rangers uh, the U.S. Open uh, it's been pretty entertaining to watch uh, the uh, as you know I'm not a huge LIV uh, tour uh, advocate I do not like uh these players going over there and it, yes get your money get your money for your family but you should not be coming back and playing in this tournament i think the u.s the uh, usga is too lenient on them and i think if you decided to go you should have stayed and not came back because you do not deserve to be in this tournament especially the u.s open when you go take the blood money from the saudi arabians um the u.s open though uh this weekend just outside of boston uh, pretty pretty entertaining so much you got uh, after day one Adam Hadwin is in the league uh, four under through the first round I think uh, you'll probably see about this score maybe a stroke or two difference and the final score comes Sunday a pretty hard course pretty pretty gorgeous course and uh, I think I'd be shooting close to 200 playing this course uh, if I was on the tour so pretty pretty fun and going to be uh, extremely interesting the weather was a little windy uh, today not sure what the weather is for this upcoming weekend but hopefully it gets a little better so these players can play to their best ability uh, but some of these big names on the leaderboard Rory, Ma Rory McIlroy uh, is tied for second three under uh, you got uh, Fitzpatrick at two under Justin Rose at two under John Rahm finished one under uh, as well as Max Homa, Adam Scott, Justin Thomas, Gary Woodland, all at one under. Xander Shoffley, Daniel Berger, Mark Leishman, uh, Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler, all finished at even under. So those are some of the big names. You had Bryson DeChambeau at, and uh, Bryson DeChambeau plus one, Pac or 
Patrick Reed at even, Webb Simpson at even, uh, Jordan Spieth plus two, uh, Varner the third plus two, Patrick Cantley plus three plus two, and uh, Shane Lowry and Tommy Fleetwood plus two, and then you have Phil Mickelson at plus eight through the uh, first round. I love to see that. Uh, Phil Mickelson, obviously one of the first ones to go join the tour, uh, is having an awful day at the U.S. Open. Hopefully that continues and he misses the cut uh, tomorrow. But I, I'm excited to watch the U.S. Open. It's going to be exciting, exciting, uh, uh, exciting tournament just to watch. I mean, uh, nothing better than uh, big, big tournaments that have a lot at stake with them. And I think we're going to see a lot of these new dudes, new guys, new golfers, Young guns coming up and making a strong push for winning the U.S. Open. I mean, as you see, a bunch of no-names or young players that uh, have not broken through yet that we have not seen are on top of the leaderboard compared to these other dudes that uh, we know and have a strong grasp for. So it's going to be extremely exciting, interesting, and a fun, fun weekend outside in Boston at the U.S. Open Championship. The MLB, uh, we're through summer, so NBA Finals are basically over, and now all we have is the MLB Baseball. So going through some standings real quick, uh, the Yankees lead the AL East by 10 games. I don't think many people saw that coming. I think uh, they were finished second or third in the division, and to finish... Uh, pretty dead heat with all the other all these other teams, but they are making a breakaway with the number one seed in the AL East. Uh, AL Central uh, Twins have a two oh, two game lead over the Guardians, and the White Sox are five games back. Uh, just a three team race there, but the Twins playing pretty pretty good baseball right now. AL West, no surprise here. The Astros are in the one in the one slot, but the Rangers are. In, in the second seed, still nine games back, but uh, only separate uh, second and fourth team by two games. But to see the Rangers um, making a push and not finishing last in their division is pretty exciting news for the Rangers. The A's or the Angels are third right now, just have not been getting anything going. Just a disappointing year. I mean, we expect that though from the Angels. Mike Trout, great player, but Anotani, but just can't get it through and make this a great team that we all thought they would be. Heading to the NL, we got the Mets on top of the division. Many saw that coming. We're halfway through the season. Uh, Braves four games back, so making a pretty good push, even though they did lose Freddie Freeman and they're coming off the World Series championship. Uh, but the Braves, or the Mets, leading that division, the NL East. NL Central, oh, this is going to be fun fun division to watch for with the Cardinals and the Brewers. Uh, the Brewers uh, or the Cardinals up by one and a half games. It's just a two team race here guys. There's nothing else to see. Cubs and Reds are tied for last in the division. It, it's awful baseball out there. And then uh, that, that's that's going to come down to probably the last week, maybe the last few games in the uh, season for the Cardinals and Brewers to decide who gets that uh, playoff spot. And then the NL West, actually, guys, this is a lot, a lot closer than I imagine. I think many of us imagine. The Padres have a half-game lead over the Dodgers 
in the division. Uh, Giants are four and a half back, but guys, Tatis has not been he's not been playing. He's been out. We haven't heard anything from San Diego uh, this year. Only the Dodgers, the big money, the big wigs they have, all that uh, just dough and cap space and money they have lying around. They are half a game back in their division, so it's it's gonna be tight one to watch there. I don't think many of us saw that. And it, just wait till Tatis comes back. And the Padres, they're going to be a fun, fun team to watch. Uh, they already are, but it's gonna be even better. So that's some other news going around in the sports world. Now, let's move into our final segment. Who would you share? Who would I share my burger and bra with? So I'm sharing my burger and bra. I haven't had a chance to talk about this, but the uh, put it out on Twitter, uh, Instagram. The OU women's Oklahoma Sooners women's softball team winning their sixth national championship and their uh, back-to-back national championship. Uh, one of the greatest softball teams of all time, uh, the OU women's softball team won the 2022 Women's College World Series in two games against their rival, the Texas uh, Shorthorns. So, uh, congratulations to the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, Jocelyn Allo, uh MVP, uh, one of the all-time greatest Sooners, uh, one of the greatest women's athletes, and especially one of the greatest softball player of all time. Uh, to ever grace the field, just one of the greatest athletes ever, uh, men and women's, and uh, no matter the sport. So sharing my burger and bra with all those wonderful women on the Oklahoma softball team. Uh, that is the podcast today. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow on any platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. Stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all. Take care. Stay safe.